It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. What is up, weebs? We're back at you with another podcast episode. We just got done watching Funny Vines for Fullmetal Alchemist <laughs> Brotherhood and Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood bloopers, which were fucking hilarious, if I do say so myself. And uh, today, I'm coming at you with some news about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. It gets a pop-up amusement park, a theme park, whatever theme, whatever you want to call it, you know, um, whatever the name is, yep, Yeah. <laughs> with games and shit in a mall in Japan that has no relevance to anywhere in the United States, so you're never probably going to see it, because it's probably going to only be once, but it's happening, so there you go, that's news, boom. He was doing so well <laughs> in the last, like, 10 seconds. That's true. I, I really liked your intro, and then you kind of fell apart there. Yep. <laughs> I told you, it's never not going to happen. You're Anyways. You're just like Soul Eater. He started off strong and finished horribly. Yeah. Damn. It's also like mean sex. <laughs> Zario. What's up, guys? Is Zario Machini? How's it going? Uh, my news this week is uh, Funimation announced on Tuesday that they bought the rights to the uh, home watching uh, format of Cannon Busters. So Netflix still owns the streaming rights, but now under Funimation, they're going to be releasing Cannon Busters on DVD and Blu ray. So you can own it. In your own home. Nice. I yeah. saw something about that. It was just saying like like you can buy the DVD like the complete series. Yeah. Of... Which is so far only one season. Yeah, so that's why I was really confused. I'm like, is there more that's been released? Not yet, but if if Funimation is starting to invest in it, that's a really good sign. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. But yeah. So that's me. How about you? Uh, it's Crimson here. Uh, my news is kind of talking about uh, something we brought up in the past about Hunter Hunter. Uh, it turns out the big project that they were working on is a online escape room challenge, which will run from March 25th to June 27th. It's called the Escape from the Shapeshifting Labyrinth, and it's by uh, Scraps Real Escape Game. So check them out if you're interested in doing so. They have kits running from like anywhere between $28 and $47, so not too bad a price for doing something like that. I'm so mad that that's what they were working on. I hyped myself up so much for another season and I've just been let down. Bro, I was hyped for like even just a movie or a game. No, we're getting a fucking escape room. That's not even going to last that long. I mean, the escape room does have like an original story and everything. So, I mean, maybe it will tie into something later in the future. Who knows? Okay, but Cole, escape room down here, (laughs) new season here, and even a movie right here. Video game right here. A bunch of other stuff. Listeners, you can't see it, but uh, my hand started out really low and then got really high and then, and then ended up in like the middle tier. So, <laughs> but that's my that's my news. I'm actually kind of excited to see how that turns that out. That makes one of us. Have you I'm even gotten to that more... episode yet where you're supposed to stop Not and wait yet. for us? Not how yet. close I'm are more... you? I haven't caught up yet, bro. Once you finish what's out there right now. I'll probably be disappointed in this. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. The way that that last episode finishes with yep. the two that are walking yep. off, I'm so mad that we're not getting something more. I will say, more. I'm more 
intrigued. I am excited. I'm intrigued to see what this is. It is always exciting to see, like, you know, escape room pop up, especially one anime themed. But I'm more intrigued to see what they do with it. I'm also just pissed. The, the Yeah, the sad difference between you and then us is uh, you still have a good amount of content to, yeah, it's true. <laughs> to go through. Uh, but next to me with hair news. Okay, this is Frenchie. So I've actually been holding on to this for almost a week now. Um, Netflix is now offering full Tokyo anime scholarships with living expense support and it's open to foreigners. It is through WIT Studio, who did the first three seasons of Attack on Titan before uh, MAPPA took over for the final season, but they have created the uh, WIT Animator Academy, hosted at the Sasayuri Video Training Institute. Whoa. Yeah, it's going to be about six months, five days a week of classes, and they're off- Netflix is basically offering full-ride scholarships, including living expenses. Whoa, that's crazy. Well, we've seen Netflix the last couple of years really start to up their anime game. Not just, you know, picking up, like, Seven Deadly Sins and stuff like that, but original stuff that they have created. Dragon's Dogma, Blood of Zeus, Castlevania. Um, one we just talked about with Cannon Busters. Yeah. All these Netflix originals have really started to skyrocket their anime on the site. Did I, do you guys watch that TikTok I sent you a while back about Attack on Titan that I showed you about? You remember what I'm talking about with the animation? Mm, now you're complaining about so, the 3D yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I was just, I, if I can find it, I'll show it to you guys again. But this dude on TikTok talks about how that the reason why they're doing the 3D anim, 3D animation is because no that one studio dropped it mm-hmm. and no one else wanted to take it because of the fandom. This studio took it apparently, and they're under such strict time restraints. That this is what they have to do yeah. in order to push it out. So yeah. it's not their fault. It's and just the time restraints that they're they're under is so And the harsh. manga hasn't finished. Right. Like and they're they're finding out like a couple weeks in advance of what their episode is gonna be. And about. it's still very good animation. Yeah. Yeah. And we so, talked about on that episode how we figured it was for money or time. Yeah, and that yeah. it is like yeah. that's pretty much confirmed from my understanding. Sweet. Yeah. But yeah. From what it looks like, it looks like uh, Netflix will be paying for all the tuitions too. Yeah. Well, and, uh, yep, mm-hmm. today's uh, topic is going to be overrated and underrated anime, in our personal opinions, and then we're just going to discuss about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. You're doing so You started so uh-huh. well. Neil deGrasse Tyson, motherfucker, reincarnated. Uh, well, then you do know He's what not you're dead. <laughs> it's, it's a throwback to yeah. another episode. I know. Neil deGrasse Tyson had a near-death experience, so his soul was reincarnated, and then he didn't really die. So it's basically like Aang in Avatar? Yeah, if there was another Avatar that popped up and Aang came back to life. Yeah, it's like Bay White, how she just never fucking dies. I'm living a fan of fan fiction. You are a fan fiction. He's an OnlyFans fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, subscribe to my OnlyFans that I don't actually have. Just kidding. Anyways, he yeah. He does. He just doesn't want to it's say it on the podcast. <laughs> I got hairy feet. I could have tried out for Lord of the Rings and automatically made it just because of my feet. Subscription is only $7 a month. Please you look tip. at his feet and you think it's the Beast Titan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, who wants to go first? You. Yes. Okay, so uh, overrated or underrated should we start with? Start with overrated. Overrated. Okay. You have your list. Fuck. Overrated. Uh, I gotta go into my photos real quick. Shit. You, you know you which pl- one you gotta talk about first. Oh Why? yeah, My Hero Academia. That's overrated as fuck. Yeah. 
And this one we've mentioned multiple times on the show as being overrated. It's a great show, but people act like it is on the same level as some of the greatest anime of all time. Yeah. And it's not. It's a great starter anime. Yeah. It really is. It's just a better version of Sky High, which wasn't very good. I love Sky High. I wish they would do another movie. I think the big thing is, like, now that anime is becoming much more popular with today's society, um, a lot more people are going to go towards those starters, such as MHA, and see how great it was versus, you know, going back to other shows where it's been, you know, hundreds of episodes and be like, you know, I don't want to have to sit and watch through all that, plus old animation stuff, they probably don't want to well, it's not try even- to do that hundreds of episodes there's old shows that are fucking amazing that are like 24 episodes to 12 episodes and so on and so forth there's not you don't have to go back and watch the one piece naruto all that other stuff they don't mm-hmm. have to watch those they, they right. should they, yeah they yeah. should but <laughs> cowboy bebop well the problem is fucking you amazing to think show. about is mha is getting a lot of promotion because it's so relevant right now whereas there's other ones back during Back, you know, when they came out, yeah, they were getting big promotion and stuff. But for newer generations, MHA is what they're growing up on. It's because so. there's so much more media that can uh, kind of express your love for anime. It's a, it's cool to be a weeb now. Yeah. yeah. When we were kids, we got bullied for it. And uh, MHA is also really easily marketable because, you know, superheroes, yeah. everybody, children, adults, everybody loves The number superheroes. one movie of all time now is Avengers Endgame. Yeah, so of course everybody's going to like My Hero Academia, so, whether yeah. it's actually good or not. And yeah. it is good. It is good. Yeah. And I, I never want to be a gatekeeper. Like, if you want to experience anime, we'll help you experience anime. But if we you got call, you. <laughs> if you call yourself a weeb, and the only anime you know is Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> MHA, I'm going to hate you. <laughs> so like, one of the main okay, things I, I don't like about MHA is the power system. Oh yeah, the power system, especially Midoriya. The power like, system's stupid. What's that? What's like you're, like when it comes to like Nen for Hunter Hunter, like that's it's so diverse and all mm-hmm. that. Like it doesn't matter about power, but when you're in the MHA world, you're born with what you have. You're kind of you're kind of limited in what you can do in a way. Like your quirk can only go so far, and then that's it. So there's a power structure you know what i mean like yeah deku's mom can levitate small objects that's it she can cannot do crazy shit so i actually in terms of like that sort of thing for the power system i actually like that they inherit what they have um but it does seem weird (laughs) to inherit a physical trait that can get crazy like what we see with like todoroki where he's Mm -hmm. just born super powerful and can make titanic like ice walls where in stuff like uh like black clover their magic attribute is also inherited through their family but it makes more sense for them to be like super powered and crazy because it's magic and not a physical but ability there are no limits to it though you could train to get more stuff but it i think in black clover it comes to uh uh, personal growth as a character yeah. as to what new spells you're unlocking in your grimoire mm-hmm. and that's how you can also advance in the world and everybody has it not everybody has it in that world either and they're locked in what they got and it's kind of like the more powerful quirk you have the higher you are in society exactly. which kind of sucks 
it go, it actually is a good reflection of like society in the real world of being born into money or being born poor. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is that like we talk about Midoriya's mom is she can only move small objects. We don't know if she ever actually trained her quirk. That's true. She, she could work out, so to look, speak. Look what we've seen from Uraraka, that she's increased her endurance, increased her ability because she's been training nonstop and has also gotten better in other aspects. As well, I feel like the ability to control gravity is pretty fucking OP. I mean, it is, it is inherently OP, but because the world of MHA makes everything a physical trait, she gets like physically fucked up yeah. by it. Yeah. It's a physical yeah. skill that, as you train and work it, you get better at. Okay, well, what about Bakugo's parents? I mean, you when can say the to... same with Bakugo as a whole. When he first got his quirk, it was just little tiny firecrackers. Now he's letting out big ass explosions because he. He's has also been, grown but, up. He, he can just yeah. Right but he has like, been training but it as well. Parents, right? They had those one quirks. They had they bred to make that right. Mm-hmm. His parents, one had the sweat and one had the nitroglycerin, right, or some shit like that. But yeah, I think it was like one has like a fire type quirk and then one has the nitroglycerin. Yeah, sweat like if you just sweat nitroglycerin, combine. what's that gonna do? You can't. You train to get more sweat, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that you well, get... yeah, with him, he had to get uh, equipment to help out because the big grenades literally store his sweat. But so like his could... dad, you know, like what what's what, what's that quirk just gonna do? By yeah, him, you know. Well, if exactly. you think about it, kind of with um, uh, Maya Hatsume, she's in the. I don't think she has or she does have a quirk, but she's in the support group to help build support items for those people. So yeah. while he does just you know sweat, nitroglycerin, he can still go into, like, the hero's course using those support items to help back up his quirk. But he has to get into the hero school first. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't Which mean... Which was a guarantee because of the thing he was born with. Don't, I don't... Yeah. You can't just get into the school based off a of quirk. You have... Right? You have to pass a bunch of shit. So if you didn't theory, pass that... In theory, yes, but with it prodigies matter. like Bakugo... But uh, his dad and, wasn't a prodigy... But Bakugo is. Yeah. Not that's what I'm saying. Not everyone in the world is like that. That's I know. I'm agreeing with yeah. you. <laughs> the big thing is, if you work your quirk harder, then there's a better chance of succeeding better. Yeah, but you're still I mean, look at the guys. You're still, 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 still going to be limited. Yeah, you're still stuck. But your quirk does get better. I mean, yeah. look and at the guy who's literally just a washing machine. Yeah, he's, he's one of the hero. top heroes, and he's a washing machine. I have no idea who you're talking about. Exactly. That, that proves my point. Yeah, also a big difference between MHA and Black Clover is so there are times where your quirk can really just fuck the way that you live. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like Washing Machine Man. There's a dude with a fire hydrant head. Yeah. Plus with Black Clover, though, you have to think about it. Black Clover, if I remember correctly, the more, like, if you're a noble, you ha- you're inherently more, ma- you have inherently more magic than a noble. Yeah, but you can still get it's more but, magic. Yeah, well, but, yeah. but it's, it's a similar concept where you can train to become stronger. And as the series went on, we found out that training your physical body also, hurt, also helps. And in a world full of wizards, nobody focuses on strength. Except for Asta. And Yami. And, yeah. and that's why they're amazing. Yes. Okay, we should probably move on to our next one. We've talked a lot about MHA. That was a lot. I mean, that was probably... That was one that was I felt was going to be talked about quite a bit. I mean, yeah. It, I think we're all in agreement that it's still a great show, but it's definitely overrated. I... Mm-hmm. Alright, where do you want to go next? We're going to left, right? I don't give a fuck. Point at somebody. 
just fucking go. <laughs> so, uh, my first one is going to be Naruto, the original series, uh, before she put in for overrated. Uh, Naruto just kind of gets like sucked up as a whole as an entire series when deciding on whether or not Naruto is good. But I really do believe that they need to be separated into the, between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden. And Naruto, unfortunately, is just not very good. Um, especially the main cast, the Team Seven, is are some of the collectively worst written characters ever. They're horrible. All of them are terrible. Supporting cast, phenomenal. Uh, Shikamaru, Kakashi, yeah, um, Jiraiya, Tsunade, they're all great, but yeah, Sasuke and Sakura are terrible. Sasuke still sucks. Sasuke, Sakura, and Naruto all yeah. suck. <laughs> like, don't, don't, take, uh, don't take Naruto off of those train tracks before that train comes. Like, he is terrible. Shippuden, uh, he got much better, but... Shippuden fixes so many of the issues that base Naruto has. The writing and animation both exponentially grow. Sasuke still sucks. Sasuke I'm, still sucks. I'm Honestly, too... Sakura also kind of still sucks. Yeah, but I, at least I like, like Sasuke more. I like Sasuke more in Shippuden. Well, that's because he's terrible. He's a whiny crybaby. All three of them are. Yeah. In the verse series. Yeah. Ooh, my brother killed my whole clan. Ooh, I need revenge. Ooh. Okay, but the quote of, you wouldn't understand. You didn't have a family. When he said that to Kakashi? No, he, he said that to Naruto. Naruto. Oh, Naruto. Uh, well, so here, here's another thing. In episode two of the entire show, Sakura tells Sasuke that she, she figured it out. Naruto is a piece of shit because he doesn't have parents. And she says this to Sasuke. Who also doesn't have parents. And she claims to be, like, obsessively in love with this guy. And... Fucking idiots. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just generally, uh, this is com really coming to light for me because I'm, re I'm in the process of rewatching Naruto. So I'm being reminded that the show is, like, really cringy. All, pretty much all the way until... Uh, Itachi shows up. Yeah. And even then, still pretty cringy. <laughs> yeah. There are Itachi, Zabuza, Jiraiya. There are good introductions and some really good arcs yeah. of Naruto, but Shippuden is where it gets and turns into an actually good series. Yeah. Also, it sucks that um, after the canonical end of the original series, which is just the fight between Naruto and Sasuke. Uh, after that, there are three seasons of, or maybe just two seasons, but it's like 50-some episodes of filler separating Naruto and Naruto Shippuden uh, that we could have just avoided entirely. Like, the show is technically nine seasons, but it's really like six or seven. I was saying that was the biggest thing that, I, that we had talked about for a while. Um, is that Naruto's just filled with too much filler? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. There's another show on my overrated list that uh, its biggest downfall is its filler. But we'll get to yeah. that later. Right. Um, what? Well, I was gonna go with my number one, but I feel like one of you guys will have it. We'll discuss it. So I'll go with my number two of Seven Deadly Sins. Um, it's not a bad show at all. The problem is, 
it's very much fan base. Like, it's just... It's, fan service? Or yeah, fan service, excuse me. Mm-hmm. It's just a big old fan service, but it's overrated because, like... What's the best way to describe it? The good moments are really good. And the bad moments are really bad. They're very yeah. cringe. Yeah. yeah. Sir Oh, yeah. The entire first season, Absolutely. one of your main characters, Elizabeth... Is horrible. Yep. Like she's worse than Sakura. Because Sakura at least like has some background and backstory to her character. There's just nothing with Elizabeth. There's no character defining at all. Yeah, Until like the canvas. newest season. Well, season we two just... they retcon or not retcon, but fixed a lot of the problems. Because... And then season three fixed a lot of like her backstory stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it took them three, basically three seasons to get to that to, point. To make Elizabeth a functioning yeah, character. pretty much. <laughs> and then with Deanne's whole love complex for Meliodas while King's love complex for her, it was just... Ugh. It was... It ran the risk of turning into a harem. It did. It did fix that a lot because Deanne got over her love for Meliodas and... After she got mind-swiped. Yeah, but I also really like her and King together. I mean, yeah. Yeah, me too. And then we find out the backstory for Meliodas and Elizabeth, and it makes it so much better. Yes. Plus the introduction of the Ten Commandments was amazing. Yeah. Season one was definitely their worst season. It picked up heavily once the Commandments came into play. Yeah, season one, the writing falls flat a lot. Season one was their biggest gamble of making sure the show would actually do well. Apparently, I mean, it was still a decent season, but there was a lot that they could have done better, and they definitely realized that in season two. Quotes two because that like we don't, three we episodes. Don't care, yeah, so we don't count the four. We don't count the three episode filler. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so that's my first one that I've got on my list. Uh, Frenchie, what do you got? Um, so my first one is I was looking through, and this one immediately jumped out to me: Tokyo Ghoul. Ooh. Yeah. I when it was first on my list, I read so many positive reviews about it. people loved it that it's one of the you know, not necessarily the best, but one of the most popular anime that was out at the time. This was four or five years ago. And I watched it and I was like, why is this so great? Like Ken Kaneki? Yeah. Ken in general is just not a great written character. The way he becomes a ghoul is interesting, but then there's just so many people around it that are just like, oh, he's, you know, he's such a good you know, hero slash villain in the show. It's like, he's really not. He's a whiny crybaby for the first half, and then has to save his friend, and it completely changes him into basically a cold-blooded killer. But that scene where he becomes a cold-blooded killer is fucking awesome. That one is great, but there are also... Uh, Toka, I think is her name. Toka, whatever. I don't like her character either. I think that she's a wasted um, character in terms of your female lead. There's so much more they could have done with the two of them. And I just don't think they had great world building. I think it's like, oh, we've got ghouls in this world. Cool, humans don't know about it. We're, okay, where do we go with that? I, I, I feel like there was... So much they could have done with it that they didn't actually take the time to develop the characters, develop the world. Yeah. And it felt very rushed in a lot of areas. Yeah, I only saw, like, the first two episodes 
of Tokyo Ghoul when I was in high school, and I, it didn't like captivate me. I will say the animation's really cool, and the character design is really cool. Like uh, Kaneki's character design when he's in his ghoul form wearing his mask, I love that. I do like that design. But then uh, Tokyo Ghoul RE made it worse. Yeah, the animation in that is horrible. Really? I'm not. You know, yeah. I I started watching it because I I liked the first season Tokyo Ghoul except for the ending. I don't think it's bad. I yeah. just it's not as good as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah, not worth the hype it gets. Yeah, I just randomly watched it. I didn't know there was a lot of hype about it. But the second season, I did not. I didn't even finish because I was not about it. Yeah. Okay. What's your number one underrated? Underrated. Um, you you already know, it, dude. I'm gonna go with uh. Ooh, actually. I don't know. Which one? Make a choice, damn it. Yeah, Gurren like, Lagann. Yeah. That's underrated. Yeah. I feel like when it first came out, a lot of people loved it. Mm-hmm. But, like I was just talking to Tyler about Frenchie earlier <clears throat> in Crimson, was that I was trying to just, like, determine what, if it would be considered underrated, because it was appropriately rated when it first came out as a great show. Mm-hmm. But... Now, since it's an old show, people don't know about it, you know? It didn't get the staying power it deserved. And that's what convinced me yeah. as to why I should keep it as over underrated, because it's still not well-known. And it should be, because that show was amazing. Great voice acting, great fights. Great Amazing set. characters. Oh, yeah. yeah such and good characters. Very interesting plot and world building. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a little push on some of the power... In there, like we talk about power scaling, and it's really weird in Gurren Lagann, but it's hype as hell. I'm I love okay it. it. Spiral power roll is the best. Yeah, that's almost like the point. Yeah, is just for the spiral power to just be as crazy as possible. Yeah, it's that's just such a good show. That's why it's my number one. Mm-hmm. People need to know more about it. All right, Zary, what you got? Uh, <clears throat> so mine actually, I have a similar mindset to yours, Wiki, and. Uh, when I was watching Gurren Lagann, I uh, was texting you about it, about how this show reminds me of that show a lot. Uh, Fooly Cooly. Uh, that's another one where I think when it came out, uh, a lot of people kind of knew about it. It was on Adult Swim. You know, only six episodes long, but fuck, it made an impression on my life. And, but going through, going growing up, there were not enough people talking about this show. Like, and <laughs> even now that even after they finally came out with two new seasons, it was like the world didn't give a shit. And that and I took that personally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fully Cooley is so crazy ridiculous. Uh, all of the characters are awesome. It's hilarious, action-packed. Man. So you're telling me I need to watch Fully Cooley? I highly recommend it. It's only like, what, ten episodes? The, the, it's, it's six episodes per season with three seasons. Okay, so 18? Yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, you can literally knock it all out in, in just day. a dedicated day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, too many people have gone without watching Fully Cooly. That's a damn shame. Crimson? My first one for underrated is uh, one that I have watched four times, one that I have cried to the ending of four <laughs> times, uh, assassination classroom uh, a lot of people don't actually understand what that show is I think 
because a lot of it, like, when it shows up on, like, Hulu, you just see Tentacle Monster, and yeah. you immediately think, oh, this is not going to be what you think it is. <laughs> I The first time I saw it, like, anything for it, I thought it was just going to be, like, some... <clears throat> random assassin training program where they just had a really funny alien teacher. And it is, technically. I mean, yeah. <laughs> At the heart of it, kind of. <laughs> but it, in the overall it, scheme of it, they just made it way awesome. Yeah. Yes. It's a show that, like, like I said, I've watched it four times, and I've cried during one specific scene every time I've watched it. If but, you don't, you're a monster. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> but it's such a good show. It's so underrated, and more people need to actually realize the beauty of it. The animation's really good, too. Yeah, yeah. the animation's great. And I mean, the show's done, but it ended on such a great, like, on a high note. Like, mm-hmm. it was really depressing for a moment, and then it ended <laughs> on a very good high note that could have left an opening for a spinoff with uh, Nagisa, but... I'm kind of glad that it didn't. Uh, I feel like it would have ruined it. Yeah, yeah, because you could kind of you can already predict what's going to happen at that point. But it, it like I said, it ended on a high note, and it's one that more, a lot a lot more people should watch and respect. Agreed. Yeah, fully agree. I fucking love. I love that. It's a great show. So for my underrated, I've kind of been trying to like reach really deep. Mm-hmm. Where I I think I'm the only one that may have watched some of these shows. So my first one is going to be um, Devilman Crybaby. I've not seen that. I've seen the first like five episodes, <laughs> and then I had to like set it aside, and I was like, I'll I'll come back to it. It's a, it's a little much. So you cut out at the exact same, not maybe the same point, but the same episode where you see jizz dripping off the ceiling. That was one of the reasons why I haven't watched it yet. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> it's a lot. A lot happens in that show. And it's not supposed to be like fan service. It's literally supposed to be uncomfortable and weird. Yeah. And when you see how the series ends, you understand why. The last five episodes is one of my favorite stretch of episodes maybe in any anime ever. And it's because I got a spoiler for how the series, part of the series ended for some of the characters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, I gotta go back and watch this. It was one of the most brutal scenes I've ever watched. But holy shit, the last two, three episodes, the writing is incredible. And the way it finishes was such a unique finish to an anime that I think I've ever seen. And I think it is one of the most underrated shows I've ever watched, and everyone that I've heard that has watched the entire thing has had rave reviews about it. Yeah. And I have thought about assigning it, Do it. but those first five episodes, you have to push through them. Do yeah, it, bro. It's, <laughs> it's a struggle. I feel like it, <laughs> you, it will be uncomfortable. It, it, if you did assign it, it would at least give me an, a, an excuse to go back and, and actually like finish it. Like I meant to, because it is a really interesting show. Yeah. The designs for the the devils and demons are really cool. Yeah. It's extremely unique with its animation and its plot line. Yeah. I've seen some weird. I've seen some weird anime before, but I don't know. You assigned some weird anime. I've assigned some weird anime. I don't know if I. I liked Plunderer. Just by the way, we never talked about that. I liked Plunderer a lot. I enjoyed it. 
Uh, there were some really bad moments I didn't like, though. One of my... I'm doing a Pathfinder campaign at Cody's, and it's kind of based off of uh, the main character from Plunderer. Yeah. Oh, Lee? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Are you as rapey? <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're no. already... You're already failing. the show. <laughs> um... What's your next overrated? Uh, my next overrated show is a show I actually thoroughly enjoy. I want to preface that right now. Yeah. But, got a high school. Still, I'm pretty sure you're the only one that's seen it. It's very overrated. The fights are amazing, but the reason why it's overrated is because of how lackluster the story is in that first season because of the amount of rushing they did. And when it was first coming out, people were all hyped about it and talking about the show all the time. Still definitely recommend it because the fights are fucking god tier. Mm-hmm. But From god of high school to fucking yeah, god tier. But of how bad the story is because of how confused you can be, all the questions you have because they're not necessarily answering it like they did in the webtoon. That's kind of why it's a little overrated. From how popular it was, it shouldn't necessarily have been. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad it was because it hopefully is going to get it to have a second season. You can almost say you could just read the webtoon up to the fight scenes, watch the fight scenes, and then continue to read the webtoon. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Web, that webtoon is really easy to read. I would argue it's faster than reading manga. Read the webtoon. When you get to the fight scenes, just find the episode, watch the fight scene, finish the fight scene, and then go back to reading it. Yeah. Honestly, that was one of my favorite things about uh, reading the Naruto Shippuden manga while it was going and just being like, Damn, I can't wait until this gets animated. You were probably really depressed for the pain fight, weren't you, for the animation? Oh, man. (laughs) That part where he gets, like, uh, smacked by the giant rocks, the, like, whack-a-mold, that was really hard to watch. That animation was I will say this. We've talked about the pain fight so much. I've yet to actually get to that fight. Bro. Like, the animation at times is very lackluster yeah but overall the fight is amazing the fight itself is awesome i feel like i need to just watch that fight dude no 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 no. don't just watch the fight you You can't just watch the fight because you better understand the background of what's going on yeah the fight is meaningless without all of the build-up okay (laughs) i just don't know if i want to go through all that first ed elric is nagato one of my favorite favorite vic mignana performances ever yeah absolutely God, shows. I love Naruto yeah. so much. Uh, what's your next uh, overrated? So, and so my next overrated um, is also one that I do love, uh, but <laughs> but it crashes and burns on itself and maybe doesn't exactly deserve the, uh, the hype it gets, and that's Bleach. Um, Bleach has uh, some of the uh, best action scenes I've seen, especially in its like, kind of generation of anime. Uh, but it it's a show that kills itself because of the massive amount of filler that it does. Poor uh, microphone. Poor headphone wearers were just listening to Wickhart light three up? cameras. Or light three well, candles. Light, the, light three cameras? Nah, light he three lit cameras. three candles. <laughs> Right in front of the mic. Continue. Yeah, so so uh, the things that Bleach does really well uh, are, like, its action scenes, uh, its character designs, the Zanpak Tower is sweet, and it's got a great soundtrack. But 
the overall writing is really wonky most of the time, and it's flooded with filler. Uh, the Bount arc? The Bount arc is terrible. I hated it. Uh, and it's the arc is non-canon, but then it keeps the characters it introduced in the show for the rest of the show. Yeah. Those little dolls are forever in there. <laughs> and they just don't go away. And they only pop up when something like not very important is happening. Um, and so with the last time I, re- I watched Bleach, I had to pull up a filler guide so I know uh, what to skip. Um, because that show is really hard to watch if you actually decide you're going to go through from the first to last episode. I, I feel agree. like you can do that with a lot of, like, kind of some of those older shows, like Naruto, for example. Like, yeah. I feel like you could grab one of those and just skip a bunch of filler for Naruto. The problem is, I've been trying to do that, and Naruto's really good about slipping in <laughs> certain major moments, like finding out that Donzo becomes Hokage is oh, in the yeah. beginning of a filler episode. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Naruto is really sneaky with that kind of stuff. And that gets... Uh, it gets their viewers. Yeah, it, it, that get, they get even more sneaky in Shippuden with how they kind of interweave it. There yeah. are some arcs that are really easy to tell, like the Sora arc from right after they, uh, you know, kill Sasori, which that arc is terrible. And yeah. you, you can skip it, but then you're... Not as sad about Asuma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And then the entire arc about, like, the forbidden jutsu that's on the girl's back. Yeah. Kind of also filler, but then also it introduces one of the tail beasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, Damn. yeah, Bleach has, uh, Bleach does not do that. All of their, all of their filler is very, like, cookie cutter and they don't always know the best place for that cookie cutter, and sometimes it's right in the middle of a fight, such as Ichigo versus Ukiora, which they interrupted for the Zanpakuto Rebellion arc, which is like 60 episodes long. Yep. That's what you really feel. And it's in the middle of a fight. (laughs) We don't give a fuck about this arc, give us the fight. I'm frustrated. (laughs) Get in the comments! Redo it, bitch! (laughs) Do it better. But yeah, if you if you watch it and do a no filler run, it improves the show exponent exponentially. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can go back to do the Zanpakuto Rebellion arc because that one is really cool. But none of the other filler are good. It, yeah. They're really bad about it. So that's Bleach, Crimson. Um, I'm going to bring up one that I know is probably going to get a lot of hate. I'm probably going to get some people in the comments on this. I'm but already I'm getting out my brass knuckles. But I'm going to say it. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, I feel, I personally feel, okay. is way well, over. Specify yeah. which series. That's the thing. I personally... Okay, I can say this. How much have I you personally seen? haven't watched a bunch of Dragon Ball. Well, then but you're, I have you're saying it's meaningless. But, exactly. But I have seen enough stuff throughout my years about Dragon Ball to realize... It's pretty much the exact same story every time, just with a slightly different power that comes into play or something else, like a different Super Saiyan mode that gets introduced. I mean, you could say the same thing about Naruto. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, yeah, like, but with Dragon Ball, it's been going on for many, many years at this point, and every game that's come out, every 
type of show that's come out, it seems like it all just follows the exact same story. So just to clarify. To a T, just with maybe, oh, now he's activated a new Super Saiyan mode. The only difference that I've seen so far that has changed the game of Dragon Ball is possibly, if I remember correctly, Broly and, a, and the Tournament of Power. Those are the only two things that I've personally seen that have made the show slightly different. So, just to clarify, this is a blanket statement about all of Dragon Ball as a whole. Again, right? I haven't seen... I know original Dragon Ball, that's different. Original but, Dragon Ball's underrated as hell. Yeah, that's yeah, actually on my but list like, for underrated. Dragon Ball <laughs> Z and, and uh, like Super. Super. I think Super is extremely overrated because even the Tournament of Power, its storyline isn't great, but the fighting is amazing. Yeah. Honestly, Tournament of Power uh, encapsulates uh, everything that you've said makes it overrated. And the Tournament of Power is amazing. Yeah, because all they do is make new forms and create new techniques. To and it's literally what it's about is a Tournament of Power. They're trying to And there's so win. many great callbacks. Like the evil containment wave, which you hadn't seen since, uh, like, Mr. King, Roshi. since like King Piccolo. Yeah. You see, and here's how I... I think Super is overrated. I really do, because there was so much hype for it and everything when it came out, because everyone's like, oh my god, Dragon Ball's back. Mm -hmm. I think Dragon Ball, the original, is underrated. Yes. I think Z is perfect where it's at. You think so? Because, again, there's better character development exponentially in Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z is supposed to be about the fights. It gives us great villains and Garlic Jr. <laughs> but... I mean, there is not a... Outside of Garlic Jr., there's not a bad arc in Dragon Ball Z. The Saiyan Saga is amazing. Frieza is amazing. Cell is amazing. And Boo, I think, is a very underrated arc. I don't think people talk about the Boo arc enough. That's because people are afraid to talk about it, because that would include the Great Saiyan Man. Yeah. It also uh, includes Gotenks, who is an overrated character. Fight me, yeah. I don't care. I still love him, though. He, he, he never wins a fight. Get at me. Yeah. The kamikaze ghosts are great, though. They are, but they've done literally nothing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that was just a personal opinion. I, like I said, I haven't watched Dragon Ball to give a more specific reasoning behind it. I just have seen enough stuff about Dragon Ball to realize it's basically the exact same thing every single time, and it seems a bit redundant. Mm. That's all. That's, that's my big spiel. Get in the comments if you want to fight me on it. otherwise I won't have an argument about it I will read whatever you guys have to say and just go with it <laughs> um, so my next one if we're going to talk about one that is the exact same over and over again it's fairy tale yep after Edelis every arc is literally just oh shit Lucy got kidnapped oh shit Lucy's in trouble we have to go save her I stopped watching after Edelis because I just I loved the Gray arc and the Urza arc. I loved those. The One, tower with Urza? Yeah, the tower with yeah. Urza. Like, those were all really good. Once they got to that uh, alternate universe, I was just kind of like, eh. See, Edelus was really interesting. It, it just yeah, ended poorly. Yeah, it wasn't a bad arc. It just, Like you said, it ended poorly. And then I tried to watch after that. And I only watched one episode after that. I'm like, nah. I'm good. The only parts that I kind of want to see are the Dragon Slayer arcs where you actually get to meet... The other ones? Uh, yeah, Agnologia and... Um, 
you get to meet Natsu's brother. Yeah, like, I want to, like, that was one of the things that I was wanting to try and push past, was I was wanting to watch that stuff. I wanted to see all these other Dragon Slayers come out, and I kind of wanted to see how it ended, but I was so hesitant because of how everything after that was just kind of bleh. Yeah. Um, I will say, Fairy Tale has one of the greatest episode titles ever, and it was like Fire Dragon versus Flame Lord, or Flame God, or something like that. And oh, like, yeah. That's really cool. And there were some really other metal titles. And it also gave me Gajiel and Flying Cats that talk. Yeah. But outside of that, I really don't care about it. Natsu's a wasted character, because they focus too much on Lucy, and Lucy sucks. Yeah. I feel like the Flying Cats backstory of how the they XCs. were from another... Yeah, they were the XCs. They were from another world that just happened to get transported here. I was like, no! I mean, that's the entire plot of Edelis. I know. I just... I what, I like the idea of it. I just didn't like the, the whole... Yeah, the execution yeah. of like, oh, Happy just happened to have been one that... Happy is goals. Fight me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I ha- love Happy and Carla. But outside of that, yeah. I yeah. think fairy tale. Everyone loves. So many people love it, and I'm like, outside of Natsu, Gajiel, and Urza, and a little bit of Gray, there aren't a lot of great characters. Exactly. I haven't seen it. I, I think. I lot. mean, those four That's characters that he just named are probably yeah. the best characters. Urza because she's stern and a badass, but she's got her humor. Gray and Natsu because they always are button heads and it's funny. And then Gajiel because he's just a hard ass. That's called docking. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, moving on. God next damn it. <laughs> my next underrated... <laughs> God, I hate you so much. My next underrated show is The Rising of the Shield Hero. Yeah. I think we've almost talked about that at length. When we were talking yeah. about the best anime out currently. I, I remember going on a rant of why I love that show so much. It's underrated, but I feel like it's very slowly starting to climb up the totem pole. I haven't heard... I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't see agree. anyone post, but I think it got swallowed in the year of Black Clover, Fire Force, Demon Promise Slayer. Neverland, Demon Slayer. It, it definitely got swallowed up by Demon Slayer, if anything. Demon Slayer and Fire Force swallowed it up like that. I mean, all of... Doctor I want to say Fire Force oh, swallowed Doctor it up. Oh, Dr. Stone even, yeah. yeah all those, that's, that's true. In terms of popularity, Fire yeah, Force is on the Fire lower Force tier. Swallowed uh, it all. Yeah, but like just the fact that all these anime came out around the same time... Yeah, and I mean, Promise Neverland and Demon Slayer, as well as Black Clover, has skyrocketed in popularity. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to name off Black Clover, Demon Slayer, Fire Force, Doctor Stone, and Rise Against Shield Hero, most people would only know the first four. Some would know that fifth one. Yeah, at most the first three. Some might not know Doctor Stone, even though it, it's know. way better than any of the others. Yeah, Doctor Stone slaps. No, I'm talking about Rise of the Shield Hero. Oh, yeah, that's easy the best awesome. one of the five. Oh, yeah, it's the king, and it's the one I'm waiting for the most. Which, by the way, if you guys haven't, just ever know, if you guys haven't watched the newest episode of Doctor Stone, do so. It's fucking gorgeous. I haven't watched Doctor Stone in a hot minute. It's I'm letting it go a little bit longer so I can binge it. I don't have any urge to watch it as a Oh, we watched the first episode last week. It was fucking great. Yeah. I'm excited for the okay. new one this week. Zerio? Uh, so my next underrated uh, is, you know, one that I keep talking about because nobody else is talking about it, and that's Cannon Busters. What's that? Uh, it's the show that only I like. <laughs> or I, I should say, uh, only I talk about. The people in this room like that show, 
and then that's that's all who know about that's it. That's everyone that's watched it. In that's the, world. the entire fan base. Yeah, <laughs> and every everybody I know that even like kind of likes animated shows, I'm like, hey, you should really like you should really watch Cannon Busters. I will hey, say you should really watch it. I will say this about Cannon Busters. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of it at the beginning. Yeah. It was interesting enough to get me to keep watching, but it didn't really start piquing my interest until, uh, we, we learned about Billy's backstory and how he, how his role with the Royals played in. I was like, now you've piqued my interest more. And, And that's fine because that is an amazing moment. That, yeah, that was a great moment, but the rest of the show to me personally like, I enjoyed the humor with, like, Casey and all that, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really one that, if I was told, if that moment didn't happen, and I was told, hey, there's a second season, I probably wouldn't give a fuck. But because of that moment with Billy realizing, or with us realizing what Billy's backstory is, Philly. now I'm like, Philly, yeah. or Philly, excuse me, now I'm like, now I kind of want to see how this plays out. I could watch an entire series of... Philly, Sam, and Casey going on Scooby-Doo Mysteries. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I could literally watch an anime just oh, yeah. that. Like, what's new Scooby-Doo? But, like, what's up with this group or some it, shit like that? It'd be, it'd be like an episodic show? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd fucking love that. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and before, I wanted to be sure that I was right about, uh, like, not many people like knowing about this show. So I actually... I looked for, like, fan bases for this show to see if they're like-minded people. Like on Reddit and shit? Like, uh, I looked on, like, Reddit uh, and and Facebook were the two big ones, like, to see if there were cannon buster groups. Twitter and, would be a good one. And Not the, really. The, they like Twitter groups. Uh, but, so, those groups do exist, but man, are they small. And man, <laughs> do they not post. There. I mean, there's not much for them to post now because they've only had the one season. They posted everything at this point. But if you look at a Jujutsu Kaisen fan base, they post every day and there are thousands of people to on To be there. fair, that's also still a brand new show. It was still, and yeah. it has... And the dub is still coming out. Yeah, but, still. yeah, but Cannon Busters didn't really have that. They, they just... Netflix was just like, hey, here's this show. Enjoy. And, and uh, and... Everybody else was, I guess, looking at other things, and I was like, huh, new show, what's this? It's amazing. (laughs) Exactly. The Holy Grail. I I think I've listened to that, the opening song, about 15 times since I downloaded it. Yeah. I still was not a fan of the opening. How are you really? not? The opening's amazing. Oh, man, as soon as I found out that it was on Spotify. I'll have to re-listen to it again, but I just, I don't remember it. I just got... (laughs) Coastered. You got coastered. You got coastered. Yeah, that song slaps. Uh, So hard. My next underrated one, uh, it's one that we've talked about slightly, but I feel we can probably go into a bit more depth about. uh, Soul Eater. I think this is one of those anime that had a, like we've discussed before, very strong opening, very disappointing ending. I feel like if it was to get a reboot, then... And change the ending to a better thing. It could definitely work better. But I think it's underrated because it's still a great anime. Aside from the last the ending bit, everything in between is still really good. Yeah, there's a lot of things I do like about Soul Eater. 
the ending was not one of them. The ending is not one of them. And uh, me personally, I much prefer the manga's ending because it's so different. Well, but yeah. apparently, and this is something I learned kind of recently, uh, was the reason it was so different is I guess the writer of the manga hated the original ending and wanted to change it for the anime. Really? And that and this is what we this is what we got. Um, huh. But. I, lo- I loved the original. The manga is way better than, than the anime uh, for that show, specifically. I wouldn't say it's underrated. I'd say it's pretty underrated, because, I mean... I was, I was like, like, just like, oh, like, I like shows, and I think they're overrated. You know what I mean? I don't think it's good enough to where, like, thousands of people need to see it. You know what I mean? I think it's one of the shows that you have... You should watch at least once. You don't have to enjoy it, you but should you should at least it. watch it once to get an idea. Because I think that, like, if I remember, that was one of the that was one of the first anime that actually threw me into getting more anime. Aside from like, you know, Brotherhood, where I watched that with a roommate, this was one that I found on my own that I was like, yes. I will say the animation is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, the animation is great. I love the whole system with the scythes. Uh, like the, the death scythes. The yeah. death scythes. Like, where you had to kill the 99 and then the witch. Mm-hmm. That was genius, but... So, I kept giving you weird looks. Oh, I know you did. <laughs> and I ignored them. And continued moving them. forward. Because I was waiting for what was going to happen after I got done talking. So, Soul Eater was on my overrated list. Really? I think it's a damn good show, but that ending ruins it. Yes. I think the ending is so lackluster, yeah. it cancels out a lot of the good things that show, show does. Also, I think Mako's not a good character. I mean, I'm, I'm all... For in the, when it comes to the Meisters, between Black Star and Death the Kid, how do you compete? Yeah. Black Star! But, like, Mako's like, the Death main is my character. Favorite. I love Death the Kid! He's Mako's so the main good. character, and she's not even a top five character in the show. Yeah. Death should have died. They should not have brought him back. He does in the anime. Yeah. <laughs> Or in the manga. I'm sorry. And yeah, just, I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, I can't remember what the hell his name is, but the thing that should have killed Death, and then Mako punches oh, to beat it. Yeah. 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 The way they use that, him just in general, I thought was not very good. I, I think Soul Eater is still a great show, but I don't think it deserves a lot of the love it gets. My big problem with Soul Eater, I don't know if I've talked about this on, on this show I know we've talked about Soul Eater a lot, yeah. Uh, but a big problem I have with it that would I think would have improved the show is there's a plot device that they give up in the first two episodes, and that is they hunt the spirits of uh, like historical murderers. The first one that we see uh, Maka fight is Jack the Ripper, yeah. who's mutated to have giant blade fingers. And I enjoy and, that. And then Black Star fights Al Capone, and both of those are awesome. Yeah, if they would have kept a theme like that throughout Even the entire Death show. Even with that, the kid, he went to fight uh, the the fucking mummy in the tomb. Yeah, I I wasn't sure. I think if the, that oh, was, it was the pharaoh. Real, it was the pharaoh. Yeah, I just wasn't personally sure. If that was a real pharaoh or just like generic mummy monster, I'll have to uh, go back and watch that part again and see if because I, I feel yeah. like there was it was it was a specific one I just can't remember what one. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure because my uh, Egyptian history isn't isn't very brushed up on Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wing Dragon of Ra. All right, let's continue. God damn it. Um, but I personally, I, like I said, I think it's personally underrated mainly because the ending ruined the show. Everything else up to the show was great. The ending ruined it, and a lot of people now won't watch it because they've seen, like, oh, don't watch because the ending's trash kind of thing. I think... I think... I, I still know a lot. I've still pe- I see people post about Soul Eater a lot, and I, I think it gets too much love, personally. I think it's in a pretty appropriate spot because nobody ever says, you know, like, this is the greatest show ever or anything remotely to that. Right. Usually it's people talk about, you know, the designs and key characters and stuff like that. And, you know, any show with Excalibur is, is, is good enough for me, right? I fucking hate that, dude. Yo, by the way, well, that, you're wrong. that thing that I sent you guys in Fire Force? Yeah. Fucking, uh... Scythe being at the, uh, Death Scythe being at the fucking strip bar or whatever. Yeah, that was that awesome. That cracked me up. I had to do a double take. I was like, sorry, I replayed it and watched it again before I sent it to you guys. I was like, what the fuck? Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing underrated or overrated right now? Uh, We're still underrated. underrated. Okay. So, one that was very similar to the show we watched this week for the assignment of It Invaded is called Psychopaths. And I've talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit before. It is a show based around the idea of detectives using a weapon that can determine a person's latent criminal likelihood. Interesting. And will actually basically tell you if someone has like a bloodthirst or anything that will push them to criminal levels, and then they are officially labeled a latent criminal. Interesting. Yeah. Even though they haven't done anything yet. Correct. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. It's really fucked up up of the system, but it works in their society. And that's why they use it, because it stopped all crime has basically become non-existent. But then basically a serial killer emerges, and just watching his back and forth with one of the main cops is amazing. It is a very underrated show. I Again, I watched the first season of it because after that, I'm like, I got what I needed from this show. I don't necessarily care about watching anymore. I got my fix. Yeah. But the first season, I get what the show's about. That That's my important thing. But the first season, when, after how that fin- the entire story finishes, I was just like, I don't really care about it anymore. I, I, I don't want to have any chance of ruining the story. But the first season is top-notch and amazing. So it's mostly the, the first season that's underrated? The first underrated. season of Psychopaths. <laughs> it's extremely underrated because I know of only one person that I've talked to about the show that has seen it. And it's the person that told me to watch it. Uh, that show's been on my list for a long time. If you liked It Invaded, you'll like Psychopaths. Sweet. I mean, I really like It Invaded. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we can do one more round of each. We just yep. gotta go a little bit faster because we're at about an hour. Okay, right overrated. A little bit faster as I'm struggling to pull up my camera. Overrated. Why well, uh, do you need your camera to pull up your overrated? He screenshots. He said this earlier. Oh. Stupid motherfucker. I just write him in a note. Haikyuu. I think that's overrated. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, look, you're not wrong. But I know you're I'm also not. not partially right. <laughs> I know I'm not wrong. It took through. Three seasons, basically, for it to actually start climbing exponentially like it has. 
Well, that's a problem on its own. Yeah, it like, I haven't seen anything about Haikyuu until... It's not because there's anything wrong with the anime. It just took a while for the show to get off the ground in terms of popularity. Oh, yeah, because, gotcha. like, the yeah. first season's amazing. I, I thought you were yeah. saying... Yeah. I, it's I've a great seen, show. like, so few of Haikyuu that I... Don't really have an opinion. In this I'm matter. currently finishing the last season. If I remember correctly, the Shira Torizawa arc. There's one more season. Okay. Well, oh, so the third season. Yeah. yeah, I didn't start seeing a bunch of stuff for Haikyuu until after I got done watching the third season, and then I went into Hot Topic and they had a whole Haikyuu section. I'm like, where was this? Like when the show first came out. Well, because it wasn't a Hot Topic then. <laughs> So I've known about Haikyuu since I've known about Haikyuu since the first season started coming out, but I wasn't really big into sports anime at the time, so I didn't watch it. As soon as I started watching it, I couldn't put it down. It's really good. You told me about it, and once I watched that, same thing. Especially as a sports fan, the way they do the analogies for sports and just the way that it's animated and the story is told. It's more believable. Kurokono Basket. Kurokono Basket is also a great sports anime, but me as a basketball fan gets frustrated watching it because of how unrealistic it is. And I get it. It's an anime, but I'm also a sports fan. And yeah. basketball is my favorite sport. Like, I'm not even a sports fan, and I love Haikyuu. Haikyuu. You tell me you don't love volleyball, bro? I love volleyball. Spandex, greatest invention on the planet. <laughs> Haikyuu? Probably. Does not have a great story, but it's <laughs> You're not wrong. I know. The reason I, I really love Haikyuu is because it's so much fun. Yes. Yeah. It, it's a it's a shonen anime without fighting. The and shonen the, part of it is the battles of uh, on the net. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the most unrealistic part of it is the fact that so many people are showing up from boys' high school volleyball tournaments. <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. But no, yeah. I I think that one's very. Un- I think it's now starting to become more overrated, but it started very underrated. I don't disagree with Wickhart, but I also disagree with Wickhart. I think it's, I think it's hype is meeting what the show is about. It's supposed to be hype. It's finally getting to that point. It took it took three seasons, but it finally is getting there. Only for the show to end with the love it deserves. Only for it to end after this next season. Well, I mean, that's how the Zerio. They're stupid. It's your turn. I have no opinion on that. Uh, So, uh, my overrated, the the last one I had was going to be Dragon Ball Z, but it got taken. Uh, I'm sorry. How dare uh, you! I I gave everybody a full, like, what, two rounds? Or no, I gave everybody a full round because I figured it was going to be one of the first ones discussed before I brought it up, so. He even told you the three he had. That's true, I did. Oh, I I genuinely didn't remember. Uh, I remember shit. But it's okay because I remembered another one. And it's actually one of my childhood favorites, uh, and it's Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. Um, as overrated? As overrated, yes. Because it is hailed as, like, a masterpiece. Um, and I love it for a lot of reasons, but it is far from a masterpiece. masterpiece. <laughs> it's slow, the characters are, like, pretty bad. Uh <laughs> They're they're pretty bad. They're the writing for the characters are not good. The angels and the action are really cool. The lore that they bring up are really cool. And then the um, the last two episodes of this show were so abhorrently garbage that they had to make 
a movie to erase the last two episodes of the show. Um, Rip. Yeah, where the the last uh, ten minutes of the movie, they do such a crazy, (laughs) out-of-nowhere lore dump that it inspired the entire creation for Fooly Cooly. Uh, Uh I'm not making that up. Uh, Now, I will say... Uh, Neon Genesis has been releasing like re revamp movies that have been completely breathing the series uh, into a new life, and those ones uh, are crazy underrated uh, because nobody's talking about them. But I think people are just afraid to to dive back into Neon Genesis. Yeah, it's not quite a masterpiece, but I do love it, and it's one of my old favorites. Yeah. Uh, my last overrated, I'll say it, and I know I'll get shade for it again. Uh, Sword Art Online. I think it might be just a hint overrated because of how... It's not, I understand there's a lot of hate for it. I get that. But there's also a lot, a lot of love for it, even though it follows the exact trope you would expect it to follow. That doesn't mean it's a bad anime, but in no way does it mean that it's like the best anime. I know, Frenchie, I apologize. I know this is one. This so is I'm just take, not taking your opinion to heart because you haven't seen the best two parts of the show. That's true. I will say, as somebody who has seen Sword Art in its entirely, uh, before Alicization, I might have agreed with you. Uh, before you get to, to, you know, before Kirito goes to the underworld. Um, but I'm still getting, I'm still currently in that process. You, you have yeah, but, scraped the surface of Alicization. But Alicization onward, in my opinion, make it so Sword Art gets like, like it doesn't any, giant any, shift. Here's, oh man, the, the biggest thing is the most people that would call it overrated or that give it hate stopped watching after season one. Yeah, they didn't uh, even watch GGO, let alone Alicization and War yeah. I, actually, I was a pretty big fan of GGO. That's because GGO's great. Death Gun is amazing. Yeah. GGO is awesome, but the second half of that season is super not awesome, which is why I would still agree with you. Yeah, it's very not for, for in, in Mother's was I really like Mother's Rosario, but Excalibur seems so out of place as filler. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy Mother's Rosario. Oh, man, I thought it was just kind of weird. It is very weird, but uh, it's because she has AIDS and not, like, cancer. Yeah, yeah. I also... Yeah. Th- that part... That point in the series was the point where they decided that they didn't really want Asuna to be a good character anymore. Yeah. Um, but then really <laughs> bounce back with it with Alicization. Yeah, exactly, which is part of the reason it's so good. <laughs> like I said, my opinion... I mean, you're, you're probably right. My opinion will definitely change, I'm sure, once I finish through Alicization, Underworld, and all that. Yeah. But as of where I'm standing currently, that is what I say. Yeah, I, even with Alicization considered, uh, I do think you probably have a pretty good argument. Uh, and you, there are probably plenty of people that agree with you that it's overrated just because of how, how the series fluctuated before... Right. Before Underworld, before I mean, Alicization. don't get me wrong. It's still really good. I enjoy, I'm enjoying it. However... I do think that a bit of it might be a bit overrated in regards to Because even Frenchie, in episode one of Weekly Weaves, you pointed out yeah. that it's not a great anime, but you but love yeah, it anyway. Yeah. Season, yeah. The second half of season one is terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. We Absolutely. don't talk about that. And the second half of season two 
not great. <laughs> but if you were to look at just Alice, the second half of the anime yeah. as a whole is incredible. Oh, yeah, nonstop. Which I'm getting to that point. And I'm very excited for you. I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot of people will be. Yeah. All right, you're up. So I went back and forth on what to put as my third um, overrated, and I'm going with Demon Slayer. Yeah, I'm, I I can agree with that. I am including it specifically because of plot. Yep. Character design, animation, amazing. Character development, lackluster. In the first season, we don't really get anything different from Tanjiro because his entire he's his entire character is the trope of I got to get stronger to protect my family slash friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just fits the idea of most shonen anime. That that's why I love Rising the Shield Hero because it's such a different twist on Isekai. Yeah, it breaks away from a lot of tropes. Yeah, I think Demon Slayer is still an amazing show. I do not think it is one of the three best anime out currently. Agreed. That's fair. Um, personally, I've always had a big problem with Zenitsu. He has like a couple good moments. And half of those he's asleep for. Uh, <laughs> and those he's just loud. Yeah. I, I love Bryce Pappenberg as him. I think he's a good character, but he's just he's Weird, just loud. Weirdly enough, though, Inosuke has more chill than Zenitsu. Yeah. Let's be real. Inosuke is probably the best of the three characters. Oh, I think Tanjiro's the best of the three. I don't think he's a bad character. I just think he's pretty much the same character, just a little bit braver. But he's only brave to protect Nezuko. That's his entire character arc, and I don't think it's bad. Plus, I, every episode after he finishes his training is basically going after and killing demons. Well, I mean, that's what his job, job is. That, that makes the, sense. The yeah, title of the show is literally Demon Slayer. I'd yes, be mad but if he wasn't there's doing not that. a lot of development behind it. I mean, you get to see background of the care of the demons prior to, and you kind of get to see their fear to. Oh my god, what's his name? Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> I, that's uh, the one thing I will say, is that it does a great job with villains. Yes. I just don't think the main heroes are that great. Agreed. That's fair. I would argue with, there. you do see development throughout the entire show, and you do see very good character development with Tanjiro. For one, he was a, did not want to kill demons at all. Even a little bit. Even though he was told he has to. So the and only character his, development is in... Can, well, he's not getting stronger to kill demons. He's just getting stronger to I know, to but Nezuko. that character development of him finally deciding, yes, I can kill demons, but I'm going to do it in a way that's different from all the other demon slayers mm-hmm. because he sees the humanity in them still and is giving them a peaceful death. That is very good character development. And the fact that he sees and can relate to every single one of those demons and can understand wherever they're coming from. And when it comes to the show and the development, you see development throughout the entire show, especially when he's exploring through the entire world. When he goes and sees those two demon, those demons that got turned into demons, but are trying to figure out how to stop the process oh, the doctor. and do that and like get them out of Michael Jackson's control. Mm-hmm. It's expanding out in the world and giving you more options. Yeah. Then uh, you, there's way more I, than you guys are giving it credit for. I'm not saying it's a bad show. I know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for the reasons you're giving it underrated, I wouldn't say you're giving it not enough credit. He, the biggest thing is that you say that he's you know sees the humanity. He's seen the humanity in them since episode one. 
because he saw humanity remaining in Nezuko. Yeah. He has had that same belief the entire show. And like I said, he became braver. I want to say he didn't see the humanity in his sister in the beginning. He just didn't want to kill his sister because he still thought that was his sister. Yes, but and then, then she changed. protected him and saw humanity still in her. But that wasn't and since was the, the beginning. That's literally the first episode. Yeah. But and the beginning, that's not what he thought when he first saw her. Not technically true because when Nezuko attacked him, he didn't go off thinking, oh, there's no humanity left. He straight up he's said, trying to reason yeah, he's like, her. I know you're still in there. With which then she proceeds to he didn't cry know that, over. He didn't know that, though. No, I, I no but still, I, he saw I the humanity. with you on the giving the demons a peaceful death Yes, and being willing to kill them. I will disagree with you on seeing the humanity being different. I th- think he has seen that the entire time. I agree with French. My only problem with the show is Zenitsu. Yeah. <laughs> and I really hope that that doesn't yeah, stay that way. I, ho- I hope he gets better. I want to like him. I just really don't. And honestly, like when Other I than that, I I think that the show is I think like, damn only, near perfect. I think the only time he actually got better was when he was fighting the spider. Oh no! I hated that. I fucking hated that fight. It was awful. I mean, I was saying, like I said, that's probably the <laughs> yeah. only time that he got quote unquote better. Yeah, my because I th- I think it's it, his shows of force are really cool. But he's asleep for it, so it's like. You know, it was really cool the first time, but it, it's a shtick that got old yeah, immediately. I did. Uh, and then, like, once the surprise kind of wears off, it's like, ah, whatever. Uh, and then he just, he cries too much. Yeah. It screams yeah. too much. When he was he protect- too much. When he was protecting the box, loved that moment. Yes. Other than, other than like, the, the first time he's asleep and, and when he's protecting the box, I hate him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so one more round of underrated? Yeah. Sure. You're up. I thought that was the last one. No, we did one more no, round. No, the first one every time. I don't know if they said one more round. I know he meant like it's both. All right, one second. Yeah, and then we'll still have maybe 25, 30 minutes to talk about it invaded. You said Are underrated? Are we going to do the one piece at a time or no? I don't we didn't watch it. I thought we... Oh, wait, I would, I would never watch it anyways. You guys are the ones that had to watch it. I already have watched all of I'm on, like, 57 right I'm not right sure now. if we have time to talk about it. I don't think we really do this yeah. week. You nah. said underrated? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bungo Stray Dogs. I think that's very underrated. I don't, I don't know even that know what it's is. about. It's so a very good right. show. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, it on a whim one day, and uh, it's, uh, I don't... I've heard it's fantastic. I've heard it's absolutely fantastic, yeah. and... I love it. What's a, what's a quick summary? Uh... There's stray dogs and they're bungo. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the fuck does that even yeah, mean? Yeah, that, that really makes me want to watch People have powers it. in this world, and this one guy ends up going to work for a detective agency, and there's a criminal organization also have powers. They basically fight each other, and then there's another outside source, and they're just basically fighting. Okay. They're stray dogs, and you set their collar to bungo instead of wombo. <laughs> God That's damn it. you. It's really good. Uh-huh. I don't think a lot of people... See, you guys don't know about it, and... That's why it's probably serial. I know you watch a lot of anime, and I'm like surprised that you've never even heard about it. So I'm also a little surprised when I heard about it. But so yeah. there you go. I got you, bro. It'll be on my list. Food uh, Kui's on my list now too. So we just trade it. We're good. Hell yeah. Uh, so my next underrated is uh, is Radiant. Yeah. Uh, I think it was another instance of a show getting buried by a lot of other really good shows that came out at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I think that if Radiant had like a little more breathing room when it came out, 
I think it would be one of the like really big anime, even you know, still today. It's a great show. Yeah. I'm almost done with season two. It's I enjoy it thoroughly. So. Oh, have you have you been watching it awake? Yes, <laughs> I've I've got two more episodes left. Oh man, you've been two? watching a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I have eleven and twelve left. Holy shit! I thought there was more than just that. I thought there was yeah, there's more twenty five episodes in season two. Duff. I think. Yeah. I would have re-looked through the Funimation thing then because I, I think Funimation only has twelve episodes. Uh, it's, it's all on Hulu, I think. Yeah, you can check it out on there. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, whoa, man. That's why <laughs> like I was he hasn't even had the thing happen that that's why I was, yeah. emotionally. Yeah, that's I was confused. I was like, this second season's really short. What happened? Yeah, I, you scared me for a second because there's so much that happens in season two. Well, you only had like, two episodes left. We, I was here with you when you were watching the last one. I was like, it's not right. You missed some of the saddest parts then. Yeah, I, I yeah. was like, man, I would have expected at least a message to the group chat, if anything at all. When certain things happen, there's a lot of things where I would expect at least um, a message into the group. Um, oh, they have of, up to episode 21 on Funimation. It was just uh, that it was on uncut, not simulcast. Yeah, I, stop I looking at him. Don't give yourself any hints. Yeah, that's true. I'm looking at the number of episodes, not the everything. Yeah, else. peripheral visions of things. Stop. Yeah, don't check out the thumbnails. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just remember sending all capital. <laughs> like messages of what the fuck <laughs> I'll probably watch the rest of it tomorrow after I finish some Genshin stuff I loved the getting those snaps from you fresh from when you were going through season 2 and now you're getting it while I'm going through Naruto yeah I love it absolutely uh, love it everybody watch Radiant it was a sign you should have already god watch season 2 we know you haven't yet yeah, yeah fair enough except uh, Kaylee we know she's watched it yeah. <laughs> shout out to Kaylee thanks Kaylee uh, uh, yeah, thanks, Kaylee. My final underrated one, and it was one I was debating on for a while, but I'm going with it. Uh, Kakaguri. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> so here's the thing. Overall, and we've had this discussion off-air before, Kakaguri is not terrible in the way that we expected it to be. Okay, but not terrible... And underrated do not go hand in hand. I think it's underrated in regards to how everything works in that world and all the undermining storylines that are going that they're going through right now. Yes, there's a lot of sexualization with the gambling part. I get that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact of how the characters are built how the characters are right now and how the story is going to change from here on out. I w- Fucking I will say, throughout the, I've been asking people at work to give me anime recommendations because a lot of people at work actually like anime at the stops that I have, and that is actually one that they tell me to watch a lot. That means like, a lot I've, of people really enjoy it. I was like, I've already yeah, seen I, it. I don't think that makes it underrated. I, it's got you know, a, I'm just I'm saying I'm contradicting what he says. Yeah, I, it's got a pretty big following actually. I, I, I was gonna say I was wondering because there were two shows that I was actually wondering how they were rated, but I didn't really look too deeply into them. But Kakaguri was one of them because I was like, you know, I personally don't hear a lot of people talk about yeah. it, but it does have a live action adaptation. Which means that it had to have had at least a pretty big following at some point, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's I, the thing. In Japan, it, probably. I didn't know about in the States. I've, I've had at least 30 of, people recommend it to me. Because when I was 
thinking of my list for underrated ones, one of the ones that I was like almost for sure going to do was Erased, because I never hear people talk about Erased. That one's underrated. But that underrated. also has a live-action adaptation. So, like, it has to be pretty popular, right? Maybe At least to somebody. Maybe so in Japan. It probably Which brings back to the Kakaguri thing. Maybe in Japan it has a big following, but probably it's, not here in the States. No, it's actually got a decent amount of people that have watched it. And it's partially because it's on Netflix. Netflix having both seasons, it makes it easily accessible because Netflix is still the biggest streaming site, except maybe Disney+. Plus. Fuck, let's go to Reddit. Uh, have you guys noticed, I don't know if this happens to you, but it happens to me and it's kind of creepy, where every time we assign a show that's on Netflix, uh, it, it ends up in trending before, like right before I click on it. It happened with Kakiguri. That's really uh, weird, actually. Happened with Promised Neverland, yeah. happened with Kakiguri, it happened with Cannon Busters. Yeah. Gretzko yeah. did not. We're the ones that <laughs> we're the ones that are doing it, guys. That's debatable. We're setting the algorithm. Yeah. Uh, right. Netflix sponsors. See the one that was really <laughs> weird. <laughs> the one that really freaked me out was right after we recorded. I think it might have been anime that needed a second season or something like that. Watch Mojo dropped like. Top ten anime in a second season, like the day after, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Is your computer bugged, bro? Bro, I don't remember what episode it was, but they dropped the exact same um, topic. Yeah, topic for their video the next day. Weekly Weebs coming out here influencing the internet with like maybe twenty fans. Sponsor us, (laughs) somebody, please. So really quick. My last one is going to be similar to why you had Gurren Lagann. I talk about it all the time. Still one of my all-time favorite anime, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, I guess nowadays people don't talk about it. Never yeah. even heard of it. But Aren't there some characters from it in Jump Force? Yeah, Yusuke Cole, and Younger Shigeru s- Brother. I wasn't being serious. Yeah. No, I know you weren't. I was. But but yes, Yusuke and the younger Tagero brother are both. Okay. Also, uh, uh, fucking, uh... Oh, I think, didn't they add he, he, Yep. He yeah, I think yeah. he was a DLC character. Yep, but I have him. Of course you do. The first episode is, I think, an episode that every animation fan should see, especially <laughs> any of them that have ever dealt with suicidal thoughts, because it's Yusuke as a ghost seeing his own funeral... And yeah. the impact he had on people. Yeah. I personally want to cry every time I watch that episode. The What he does with the egg while as a ghost mm-hmm. to save people in the fire. Also amazing. The uh, Dark Tournament is my all-time favorite tournament arc from any anime ever. It's a good choice. Yeah. The fourth season is a little lackluster with the Psychics arc. Yeah. But the Three Kings arc makes up for it. Agreed. You have to sit through the Psychic's arc to get to the Three Kings arc because it sets everything up. I wish you didn't have to, though. I will say. (laughs) I wish you could skip the Psychic arc because it's just not very... It doesn't hold up to the show's standards. Everything else about that show is basically perfect. Yeah. The Smile Bomb as the intro song is just like the perfect amount of weird... And cute for a high school show about demon fighters. Um, I think all the females in the show, while none of them have any powers, are all extremely strong in their own way and well written. Mm-hmm. Botan is hilarious, and the voice cast, the the top four, 
is Chuck Huber as he, who's also Shao Tucker, who we met. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. cool. Crimson. Hey, do you. <laughs> is Chuck Huber? Yeah, he's right there. So, yeah. Uh, we'll go to a quick story on that real quick. Uh, we went to a small con uh, here in Iowa, and uh, I knew we knew that the voice actor for Stein, Dr. Stein from Soul Eater, was going to be there. Well, my, my dumb ass had never seen a picture of the guy. <laughs> Not, no, but I didn't know what the dude looked like. <laughs> I go up to one of the random stands there. I'm like, hey, is the other voice Stein? Is he here? And they're like, yeah, he's right over there. <laughs> After literally like two stands over, standing there, I'm like, bright red face, like, this is awkward. He wasn't even two stands over. He was like two feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was I awkward. I also yeah. really liked how I, I came up to you guys after you guys all got your posters and shit signed. And I was like, he's like, what are you, I was like, what are your prices? And he's like, blah, blah, blah. For like blank for two, I was like, well, "What can I get for four? Same thing as the two. I was like, "Fucking sweet, yeah, deal, okay." So yeah. What I a bargain! I got twice as much as they did for the same price. I got what I needed signed. I still, I was, I was happy with same. it. I got, I only bought one print from him, but I also got a manga and a uh, uh, pop figure PA signed. Didn't he have artwork that his daughter drew or his son drew? Something like that. I was upset because he didn't have his Shao Tucker. Artwork, otherwise, a hundred percent would have gotten something from Edward. But, I mean, I had I got a personal Ed. thing of art from one of the other things for Stein. You're welcome. Signed, yeah, he, yeah. Frenchie pointed that out to me, and I'm like, yes. My personal favorite thing I got signed from is the first manga of Yugihaka Show. That's awesome. Yeah, I want to get it because I can't remember what his first name is, but Justin Cook. That's the voice of Yusuke. Mm-hmm. He's also Kirishima. Yep. In um, MHA, yeah, um, Kuwabara is Chris Sabat, which immediately Vegeta, Zoro, Piccolo, All Sarah. Might, yeah, he's he's an anime god yeah. at this point. And then the rounded out is John Bergmeier, who is TN in DBZ. He is also um, I can't Kirisugo. I can't remember what the hell his name is. The the dog spirit in uh, Fruits Basket. Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember the name either. But yeah, so Yu Yu Show rounding out our uh, underrated anime. We have about twenty-five minutes left to talk about it. Invaded. All right. So, uh, oh wait, Wiki, what's your anime assignment? Oh, okay. I'll give you a guess. What do you guys think it is? I'll show um, you a picture. We probably don't have time for a guessing game. So uh, they they make it. They make it quick. Then. Long uh, run. Time I got reincarnated as a slime. All right. Slime. Okay. Yeah, it's the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Cool. Okay, cool. And I'll show you the picture to prove it so that we don't think I'm lying. He flipped a coin I, earlier and we and he hit it, so we were like, well, how do we know if you're going to tell the truth? Cool. I really didn't care. Hey, look, heads. Yeah, so it's time I got reincarnated as a slime in the first uh, season. I just wanted to fuck with him. Yep. It's pretty good. It's in his kai. It's tight. I love it. I dope, it dope, dope. Sweet. I've been looking for an excuse to watch it. I've been updating this list for every episode this season so far, so that way when we go into the big overall at the end of the year. What's that? Just stop. Let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it invaded. Uh, f- first thing I want to talk about because I realized in the past two weeks I did not talk about it, and now I'm mad at myself. Soundtrack. So I'm getting this out of the way <laughs> right away because that soundtrack is so hardcore, dude. Yeah. Especially the EP. Yes. It's on, it's on my Spotify. 
I it's so that. good. I love the soundtrack. I love. I think I love the ending song more than I did the intro song. I did too. I forget. Like, I forget the opening sometimes, but it's that's, slapped that's, hard. Yeah, that's okay because the other side is so good. And it but just I, ended the episodes perfectly. Did you get all that information? And you're just like, see get, you on the other yeah, side. Dude, it's <laughs> just like yes. I also like the songs that play just like while he's being the brilliant detective, like the one in the burning buildings id, where it's like where it's a song about being a samurai. It sounded really good. Uh, so yeah, this was a show I picked up on a whim. Uh, it's what I watched directly after Plunderer. I was like, okay, I'm done with Plunderer now. I just need something else to watch, and It Invaded was right there, and I was like, I need to talk about this show. Um, the concept of Idwells and the Brilliant Detective, they're both so cool. Uh, <laughs> this show is awesome. Yeah. And just a nice little, like, 14 episode, 13, 14 episode ride. Um, I will say it was very predictable. I don't think I was incorrect on any of my guesses of what was going on. Um, like, when he made the comment of, that's where she's been this entire time. Like, oh, that's got to be Kairu. Um, Wait, the who, fir- what? When they were in um, Sakaido's Idwell, and it showed, like, the girl in the house, he, uh, Momothy, whatever the hell his name is, the guy that got framed as John Walker, he made oh, the yeah. comment, that's where she's been this entire time, and I've, ne- I've been looking for He's like, he's got to be talking about Kairu. The oh, yeah. The entire time, like, he's got to be talking about Kairu. I will say, I did predict who John Walker was after same, the first same. episode. Yeah, that, I mean, that one's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, there were times where I was kind of hesitant. I'm like, no, it's got to be this guy. And that was just kind of yeah. like, I knew it. The, the show doesn't establish any red herrings for John Walker. No. Uh, I wish it would have, though. It would have made it so much more interesting. It would have. I may or may not have watched this show partially intoxicated most of the time. Right? So when I was texting you guys, I was confused. I, that was up, I mean, mainly that, because it's part of that, was that reason, and I that, had to, like, go back and rewatch because when they were explaining stuff, especially when, uh... That would be a hard show to watch. What's his, what's the, what's the, the original brilliant detective Sakaido. was talking to Kairu for the first time in her bed, and yeah. mm-hmm. him doing all that stuff and explaining, and then, this is actually the real world kind of thing, and then I was just got... All kinds of fucked up in that section of what say, was going on. I will say, even not intoxicated, I, there were a lot of confusing moments for me, and it felt very Inception style. It is very Inception, in especially that movie, once they go into the Idwell within the Idwell. Yeah, it's Inception. Inception, yeah. yep. And I already got confused with the sh- with the movie Inception to begin with, and then when I got into this and they started going to that, I'm like. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think, think I, got I understand. Yeah. Actually, I never got confused. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Shut the fuck up. I know what I'm talking about. I bet Neil deGrasse Tyson would like this show. Oh, dude, facts. He totally would. Yeah. Uh, I bet Elon Musk would too. Yeah. I love, we all know he's a weeb. I love Elon, Elon Musk. Musk would try to build Idwells. Mm. I also really like the little already. device that they have that uh, detects the detects the, murderous intent. Yeah. Yeah. That it, sounds very psychopathy. I was going to say, it reminded me of the Dominator in Psychopaths. After you mentioned it today, I was like, huh, why does that sound so familiar? The difference is the Dominator's actually a gun. Dude, the Gravedigger nice. shit? When they're like, why oh. can't we detect a fucking uh, 
murderous intent here because it's not they were it was love. Yeah. Oh, but as soon as they like, oh, we found it. This time, like, it's a copycat. Immediately, I'm like, it's a copycat killer. Because like they haven't been able to find it. Oh yeah. Time. Like, why, why would they be able to find it now? As soon as they pop, it's like we found it. This time, like, it's a copycat. It's not the same guy. Sure enough, you're right. <laughs> and, and as soon as like she noticed the guy walking, like, um, that's the actual grave digger. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was fucking watching like Criminal Minds or some shit, <laughs> but I'm like, I can I can predict this. I'm the brilliant detective. I'm the brilliant. Are you an Edwell? I was telling my wife this. I was like, I think you might well. actually enjoy this one because I know she likes you know like Law and Order and Criminal Minds. She loves a lot of those like criminal esque shows. I was like, I think you might enjoy this one. It gets really dark in moments with like the deaths per se. Yeah. Yeah, but and, it's and, not bad. And even the main character has driven five people to kill themselves. I was yeah. so happy about that. That was the way he was talking to him. It's like your death is basically meaningless unless yeah. other people die. Yeah. Oh my god. And he's like, just and he's like, you're not. I'm not the one you have to prove wrong here. All right, you got to prove yourself wrong. But just the the <laughs> calm demeanor that he talked to people in. Yeah. I was like, that's amazing. And I also loved it when he got to go in and beat the shit out of the challenger. Yes. So yes. I thought, I thought we were having an honorable fight. It's like, I said, you are. I didn't. Yeah. S- yeah. I started shooting him like, fuck yeah. That and fight was awesome. he regretted yeah. just immediately gunning him down last time. Yep. <laughs> Which, either way, I thought was it's amazing. Like, it's like, I, I didn't have enough time, so I had to gun you down. <laughs> now, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't gun you down. Dude, also, fuck, yeah, the Challenger's a fucking bitch. Yeah, beat the fuck out of an eight-year-old girl. Like, you you think he's, he's, you know, a badass because they're like, oh, he beat up, you know, an ex-soldier and an MMA fucking fighter. And then also children. And then also kids. That's how he trained. He beat up kids. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that was great training for him. (laughs) I will say the one thing I was like, y'all couldn't come up with, like, the Challenger and the Grave Digger. Great names. The arm twister and the leg puller or some shit like that. Yeah. I, like, I like the facelifter. The facelifter was great. Uh, but like the other ones in that same group that we ever we actually didn't meet. Yeah. I was just like, these are really dumb. You know what uh, I, I think that was on purpose because when John Walker calls uh, Sakaido the cornerer, he's even straight up like, that sucks. Yeah. That's a terrible name. You know what I thought about the first moment I heard facelifter? Hmm. The Office with Dwight Schrute. <laughs> Hello, Clary. <laughs> I had to see if that scene was realistic. And kind yeah. of was. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I just love the cut in that scene where they're just... It cuts from him doing that to them just sitting in the meeting like, Dwight, why'd you have to cut the face off? Such a good show. I also really did not expect to like Fukudo. As much as I did. Oh, he was such a good character. The blue, yeah. the guy with the scar in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. The perforator. Dude, yeah, when perforator, he fucking... Which I love the name the perforator. The desert scene where he's just like, yeah, no, I know who I actually am. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, <gasps> I thought, what's happening? I was more ready for him to be like one of those one and done kind of guys like the other serial killers. Me too. But no, the fact that they were able to actually prolong him and keep him interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like... Yes. I never want to ship a serial killer, but I totally shipped him and the cop. <laughs> yeah. The female chick, whose name escapes me, uh, the female cop, mm-hmm. she... I don't know how I felt about her. I liked her a lot. 
Yeah. yeah. She was he was the perfect amount of twisted for that job. Yeah. yeah. That that's why that's why I was like, I don't know how I feel like like she was too good and it scared me. Oh she liked she liked like what that one guy was her old partner was like, you know you liked the feeling of killing. Yeah. So I'm transferring you not for your sake, but for to protect me and my colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. I, mean, I love him too. This is the chick that uh, she was like, okay, I need to stall for time. I'm going to headbutt a drill. Yeah. That yeah, that <laughs> shit fucking I I was wa- I was watching it while I was playing games because I was multitasking, you know how you told me to do. Yeah. Um and when I got to that scene, I look. I was. I was looking at it. I had. I paused the game. I'm like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> and I like stopped the game to finish the episode to figure out to be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So. Yeah, that that was a show that like as soon as it started in the fragmented world, it threw I, you right in. I yeah, I was already like, okay, I I'm into this. I really wish. What they would have incorporated that they did in that world and the other ID wells was the fact how, like, you know, he was put together in pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in pieces, put himself together, and his arm was able to do crazy shit in that world. Yeah. I wish they kind of would have carried that on in the other ID wells where they had something like that a little bit. Oh, yeah. like there was a different, like, like it still wasn't, yeah, like it wasn't or... bad that they didn't, but I feel like it would have been cool if they yeah. did too. It, uh, it seems like, uh, he has to follow, you know, the rules of whatever world he's in. But, yeah, most of the other Idwells didn't have, like, those kind of extra and rules. Maybe it's, maybe it's because the fact that the other ones didn't have a, 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 a drill through their brain. That's true. Yeah. Everybody had a quote-unquote, like, normal brain. Yeah. Um, the sniper one was really interesting. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I also, that was another one I figured out that the thing was turning pretty quickly. As soon as he looked down... And it was the same thing, like, every time. He's like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a thing turning. That That's what I thought of when they mentioned that uh, the sun was always in the center, mm-hmm. so you can't tell what time it is. Yep. That was... This was a good one. Yeah. Uh, this was very... This was definitely a good one. I, I also liked uh, Fukudo in that <laughs> it well, and he just kept getting sniped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did it on purpose, though. That's true. Which, Which I thought that was awesome. A great twist. Yes. So like I was just trying to end my suffering. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, so he could have survived this entire time, but he was purposely dying because yeah. he knew who he was. Yeah. Tight. Yeah, and I'm once just he's saying, in the though, well, it's like he's, tr- he's trying to actually die. It's like, why didn't he just play suicide by cop? It's because when he's alive, uh, and he, when he's in the real world, he has the hole in his head, so he's not thinking about the numbers. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. specifically in the well that he regains his uh, arithmomania. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he was like, I need to die. <laughs> that's, that's why he drilled his head in the first place. I do love the thing at the very end. It's like, trust me, I used to be really good with numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also just liked the, the thing that he said about the number seven. Like, I guess it's not a bad number on its own. I just really don't like the people who like it. Yeah. So, ratings? Uh, so, uh, I personally will give it an eight and a half out of ten, um, because of its predictability, uh, it's not a perfect show, but it's one that got me, that not only got me hooked right away, but kept me hooked the entire way through. Amazing soundtrack, I love the characters, uh, but it is a mystery show, and a very predictable one, so... 
I will have to agree with you on eight and a half, um, similar to the predictability, but also with the fact of like once they did the Idwell inside the Idwell, it got a little bit confusing <laughs> and very hard to keep track of. But uh, yeah, I love the soundtrack. I just put it on the side on my phone. Um, but I love the soundtrack. I love the story and like everything around it. Uh, it's definitely one I would. I want my wife to watch because yeah. I think she would enjoy it very much. Uh, Same. I think I'm, I think my fiance would really like because we watch BuzzFeed Unsolved yeah. all the time and murder mysteries are great. And then uh, I did get like a greater appreciation of it in my you know the second time watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. Which you know was only like two weeks after I watched it the first time. But I feel like that's <laughs> the thing with like some of these shorter animes is like. You watch it once, you get you enjoy it. You watch it a second time, and you can get you knowing like knowing what you know going into it the second time, you get a better appreciation for that. Yeah, I would like to say I didn't want to cry at We Found You Menma when I watched Anahata <laughs> again, but that's a fucking lie. I wanted to ball. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember signing that show specifically so other people would have Ooh. to do the same feelings I did. That's fair. That's you fair. monster. Bless you. It's the same reason I did Charlotte, too. Yeah. Well, that's why I did this show, is because I just wanted us to talk about it. There's a lot to talk about, so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What were uh, some of your guys' thoughts? So, I'm kind of the same as you, of eight and a half. It feels like a really good one, because it doesn't feel too low, because it is a fantastic show. It's... It gets what it gets done what it needs to and gets out. Kind of like Erased. Mm-hmm. The difference, though, is that Erased had that unpredictability yes. that made it interesting. Yeah. Like, when we thought the teacher was the killer, if you thought it, you knew it immediately, but then it, like, throws you for a loop of, okay, well, maybe it's not, and then yeah. you think it's going to be someone else, and no, it's like, no, your original thought was correct. Yeah. You didn't get that, like, a misdirection in this one, which I would have loved it. Yeah, I think that's herring. Yeah, I would have loved if we would have gotten a red herring for um, John Walker. Yeah, I would have liked that too. But yeah, overall, I I loved the characters. I don't think there was a bad character in the entire show. Um, There were some heartbreaking moments. I wanted to fucking ball when he called his wife and daughter. Oh, yeah. Shit. That, it, when I try to put myself in his shoes there, stuff like that. I don't know if I could pull myself away from, like, those fake worlds. Yeah. It's like... you would be so hard to do. Yeah, your life is perfect here. You have your wife and daughter. You've been killing serial killers and getting away with it. <laughs> You're basically Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, Yeah, I just mean, overall, it was just really... Just an interesting show. And honestly... At first, I thought his wife and daughter both got killed by different serial killers, and then it showed the scene of her killing herself, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck! Yeah. And then she made the comment of, I'm not going anywhere. And then he, so he like, has the thing where he's like, you guys are the ones who left me. I cried both times when he said that. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's a damn good show. Not perfect, but yeah. it, not it's, bad. A, it's a solid B+. Plus. Yeah. It's a solid show that I would actually would not mind watching again. Yeah. I plan to watch it again. Yeah, I mean, same with the wife. Sweet. Wouldn't even an eight. Because right. you're gonna be that guy. What? The odd one. I just because this is some things I wished I wanted more from this show. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be longer. 
Yeah. Because if it was longer, maybe they would have put in a red herring. Also, well, that and yeah. I feel like they could have done so much more with Idwells and more serial killers. Like, it could have been so cool diving into more people's minds and exploring that whole, the world, the concepts would be fucking crazy. Right. How creepy as fuck was the, the Idwell that with the giant baby at the end? Oh, d- in, the, uh, in the bathtub. Uh, fuck that absolute yeah. noise in particular. Yeah, that was so disturbing. I had to, I, not gonna lie, I had to look away from that. I was like, this is too fucked. <laughs> I don't know, but I just, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I got, I got really tired really <laughs> quick. You're good, it's, it's pretty late. Yep. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was It Invaded. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, yeah, watch it again if you want, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, watch this next week's assignment, uh, the slime one. The time I got reincarnated as a slime. Yeah. You really are. You really did just get tired. I love shows that have full titles as or full sentences as titles. Right. And it's what? a very good show too. So. All right. One that I like also like that is, is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon? Yeah. One of the ones I've talked about on here is I didn't want to get hurt, so I put all my stats into defense. I about started watching that a couple times, but I was like, I need to finish Mab. There's a season two coming out, so you should. I'm on episode six of Cookie Us right now. <laughs> Time I reincarnate as slow. Fuck everything else. <laughs> 24 episodes for the first season. So, enjoy. Sorry I, I got distracted by that. Love you, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.